At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. We had a whopping two days off in a row. Hornets have enjoyed that down in Atlanta and are ready to take on the Hawks tonight. We will have our game preview for that one. Also want to talk a little bit more about yesterday's podcast, which in case you missed it, was a one-on-one interview with Hornets starting center Mason Plumley. We'll break that down a little bit more and talk about a recent milestone reached by head coach Steve Clifford. Helping me on all of these topics, one of our favorites here on the HHC. He's the executive sports producer for WBTV in the Queen City, Nate Wimberly, back with us once again. Nate, thanks so much for your time. Hey, thank you for having me again. Always great to have you on. Let's start with yesterday's podcast. We we love doing game previews, game reviews, giving you the latest daily action here on the HHC. But every once in a while, we get a breather and we like to take that opportunity to let the people get to know the Hornets players, coaches, front office members a little better. So it was Mason Plumley's turn to brave the mic yesterday, talked a lot about a lot of things. And I think first and foremost on a lot of fans' minds, outside of Mason having a career year personally and putting up some historic numbers, quite frankly, is his mentorship of the Hornets' most recent first-round pick, Mark Williams. And here's what he had to say, Nate. He said, first off, you know, in addition to being a Duke Blue Devil, which he enjoys, he's a really talented young big, and he has a chance to be really good. And the thing that struck me that Mason said is that he's hopeful to be a small part of that because he had really good older guys in the locker room when he came into the league, and he thinks that that can really help you out early. And we all like to think that everyone you know is is willing to be a good mentor in professional sports, but there are so many examples of guys that don't want to be for for whatever reason. Sometimes it's to protect their own spot. Sometimes it's just not in their DNA, I guess. Regardless, not everyone can do it. Mason not only is embracing it, but seeking it out here with his young centers, as well as everyone else on the team. So I, I thought that really stood out. It's going to help him out tremendously. And I think that does go back to that, that Duke tie-in and, and Coach K. I'm sure Mason has talked to, to Coach K about taking that next step in, in a career and, and that maturation. I think a lot of that might probably come from Coach K. And, you know, Mark has gotten that from, you know, Coach K. And, and I think that that Duke tie is something that, that we can't really underestimate or undervalue in this situation. And I think maybe the owners even looked at that and said, hey, this may be something that could help Mark in his development. And, and I think another thing, and, and, and Coach Clifford talked about this Monday after the game, about guys, young guys coming in and earning their minutes. Mark is doing that as well because he's had stints in 
Greensboro. And, and I'm sure, you know, the conversations with Mason while he's in Greensboro and what he needs to do to, to, to get better and get to a point where he can get on the floor and things of that nature. I think it's just a perfect combination between those two. And we're now seeing the fruits of that labor, the early fruits of that labor, because Mark, it, 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 his runway is so long down that the, the potential is so great. But, you know, last game out against Houston, you know, 17 points, career, the, the ties are career high. The five blocks, that's a career high. He's almost averaging a, a block per game. I mean, you, you, you just seeing him get better and better and better every night. And I do believe that Duke tie kind of is the thing that's helping him and Mason click like that and, and you know and, and i'm not even gonna just go say i'm, I'm gonna take it a step further I, I do believe mason is helping nick richards as well in that role as well but you know just to stick with mark i think that duke tie is the thing that that's that common thread that you know mason is going to leave mark with what you know he needs to be able to to take that next step and, and I, the, the future is bright at the center position you know mason he's not making it easy for them to get minutes because just like you said he's having a career career year he's had five double doubles in the last 10 games he's not making he's not gonna roll over and just say hey you young bucks go out there and take my minutes no 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 he's playing well and it's fun to watch that that center position grow the way it is absolutely and look i i understand the the mindset that to develop a player, you have to give him minutes. And, and as you mentioned, Coach Clifford weighed in on that before. Uh, and I thought what he said is very important. It's not just minutes you know, played, it's minutes earned. And Mason Plumley makes those guys earn minutes. And uh, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say here by saying I think both these guys are extremely talented and are both going to be exceptional bigs. But we just saw Alperin Shangoon for Houston. There's not a lot of competition at the center spot. He's basically going to play center because there's not too much resistance keeping him from doing so. Similarly in Detroit, Jalen Duran has been a starter. There's not a whole lot of resistance keeping him from starters minutes. And both of them have put up very good numbers, and I think both are going to be really good players. Again, I don't want to gloss over that. But there is a question about, okay, you know, how much will they impact winning since neither of those teams have done much of it? With Mark, he has to work his way through Mason Plumley to get on the floor. He has to work his way past Nick Richards to get on the floor. And both those guys are having strong years. So I, I think it adds a little bit more legitimacy to what we're seeing from Mark Williams, not just that he's getting on the floor and performing well in games, but that he has to earn those minutes off of Mason Plumley and Nick Richards. That's a key point. Not only just for games, just like Coach said, you got to earn it in practice. I mean, it, the process of getting minutes – and especially now for these young players, it's minutes in practice. You earn it in practice. You earn it in the G League. And then you earn it in shoot-around. And, then, you know, it, everything that you do out there on that court, every time you hit the court, is going towards you earning minutes. And this is the thing that I really, you know, fans don't really think about. It's the basis for what you're going to be in the NBA. Are you handed those minutes early? When you're down the road, will you work hard to, you know, continue to get better? Your base right now is I'm I'm earning my minutes right now, so I'm gonna keep working hard because that's the basis. So that's the thing that fans don't really think about. But this is setting them up for a longer career down the road because they're working hard now to get what they want now, and they'll they'll appreciate it even more. 
in terms of the the mentorship, Mason Plumley having an influence on Mark Williams. We talked about how that you know goes both ways. Mason talked about how having strong backs backups makes him better. Said quote, "It gives you great confidence to go a little harder, sprint a little more, knowing that you have a really good player coming off the bench." And he said that's something that's helped him from a starting perspective that uh, this year thus far. And he's again having a career year. Uh, we also talked about Duke and the changing of the guard. His former teammate John Shire, now the head coach, uh, his continued relationship with Coach K, as well as his expectations for the remainder of the season. So if you haven't heard it yet, go back through the archives. The Mason Plumley podcast uh, was from yesterday. We also have the video of that posted on YouTube, and it's available throughout the Hornet social media accounts as well. So make sure to go out there and check it out. When we come back here with Nate Wimberly, the executive sports producer for WBTV at home in the Queen City, we're going to talk about the uh, new king in terms of career wins for the franchise head coach Steve Clifford. What does the accomplishment mean? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sam Farber and Nate Wimberly of WBTV here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Nate, we had a milestone achieved last time out when the Hornets defeated the Houston Rockets. It was win number 208 career in Charlotte for head coach Steve Clifford. When we originally talked to you earlier in the season and we kind of set the the schedule, we assumed this milestone would have been met at some point between those two conversations. Didn't know it was necessarily going to happen right up against it, uh, but it's still something worth celebrating. Coach Clifford passing Alan Bristow for the franchise's all-time wins list. I know you retweeted some of the, the links and some of the video about it. What does it say to you as someone who covers sports here in Charlotte it regularly that this mark has now been met by head coach Steve Clifford. To your point earlier, we thought that that record would have been broken before Christmas at this point, but it, it's just taken him a while to get there, but Coach Cliff deserves this one. I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody thought that he would have a, a shot at doing it after he got let go the first time, but they, they brought him back in. He's done a great job. He's done such an excellent job through the frustrations of this season because this team has talent. They're close. It's just the little things in winning basketball games that's keeping this team from really excelling and having a better record. Yeah, we've heard some frustrations from him in, in post games and things of that nature, but for the, for the most part, he's kept this cool. He's kept these guys focused and on task. You know, I've been here for all 208 of those wins. He's always been a great guy to, with the media, with fans, answer any question that needs to be answered. And he, he's just been great for the Charlotte Hornets organization. So this is a well-deserved honor. Got the game ball. It was a joke, but I'm pretty sure it was right back to work. I'm sure they he put the ball down and picked up an iPad and started focusing in on Atlanta, getting ready for the game. So it's just a well-deserved honor for, for Coach Cliff. The joke was uh, after he got the ice bath was uh, practice the next day at 7 a.m., which I can confirm they did not have practice at 7 a.m., but I also can't confirm whether or not he went to the iPad, but I'm with you. I would guess he did because that's just kind of the worker that he is. In terms of you know celebrating this accomplishment, you, you mentioned if we were projecting 
projecting from preseason, from his introductory press conference, we would not have guessed it would have taken this long to reach the 12th win. But we also didn't have the context of knowing that they basically lost 125, 130, 140 games worth of injuries to rotational players, not just the roster in general, but to rotational guys that is really hampered this team, you know, being whole, they, they quite frankly have not been this entire season. And so much in my estimation of, of evaluating a coach, it's not based off overall wins and losses, even though that's important. It's wins and losses based off preseason and reasonable expectations. Preseason early in his career when he first joined the Hornets, uh, joined Charlotte, I should say, at that time, I don't know how high expectations were, but he quickly had an impact on the franchise, guiding them into the playoffs. And now here, I think preseason expectations were quite a bit higher when he was hired, but we've seen so many body blows to this roster in terms of availability, in terms of injuries, that no one could have foreseen. And I'm with you. I think if you you know, clock in, this is how many games LaMelo will miss, Gordon will miss, Terry will, you know, up up and down the roster, Kelly will miss, Cody will miss. I think you would be hard-pressed to say that this team should be doing significantly better outside of perhaps asking the players themselves and coach, because I know how high his expectations are for the group and for himself. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And now we, we go through it again. You know, we don't know the, the complete severity of LaMelo's injury with the ankle, but here we here we go again. But you know they're going to roll the ball out there, and they're going to compete. And they're going to play well. And it, and when you have those type of injuries, it's the little things that keep you because just they they don't have a large margin of error. So if you if you if you make a mistake on one possession, it hurts. And then if you compound it by just continuing to do it for a two minute stretch or a three minute stretch then you've lost the game. And that's the problem with this team because we talked about the young talent. All the talent on this team is performing out there on the court, but it's just the little things. And, and I think that's what's the most frustrating thing to, to coach is that those little things keep happening at certain moments of the game and the game is over or, or, or you, you dug a hole that you can't get out of. But he's done an excellent job with this group of guys in different rotations and, and different lineups. And he's been able to, to, to handle that but it's just those little things that's really keeping this team from taking off. But I can tell you right now, if, if you're a Charlotte Hornets fan and you're looking at this roster, you're looking at a roster of talent. He's Nate Wimberly. Find him on Twitter at Nate Wimberly. Also find him nightly on WBTV as their executive sports producer. Coming up next, we got a game to preview for you. Hornets taking on the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Game preview is next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sam Farber with Nate Wimberly, executive sports producer for WBTV, back home in the Queen City. Our guest today here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Santa. It's Hornets versus Hawks round three. Of course, Charlotte knocked out of the play-in tournament a season ago by Atlanta. One thing that has strangely been a through line, it seems, Nate, over the last two seasons, at least in the regular season when these two teams get together, whoever has more injuries 
seems to win the game. It's completely counterintuitive. Uh, Hornets' first game uh, against Atlanta this season, very early in the campaign. There was no LaMelo ball, no Terry Rozier. So, of course, the Hornets won by 17. Uh, game two, head-to-head, Charlotte had back LaMelo ball, had Terry Rozier, had Gordon Hayward. Won the few games all season that all three of those guys started and played their regular minutes. Atlanta did not have DeJounte Murray. So, of course, they won that game. 125 to 106 was the final score. Maybe with some of the injury question marks here for the Hornets, they're in better shape for tonight. I don't know. Uh, before we get into players and stats to watch, a couple of particulars. Hawks will be on night two of a back-to-back. Hornets are coming off two days rest, so there's some rest advantage certainly there for the Hornets. But your thoughts on the game in general before we get into players and stats to watch. Hey, look, if, if with that stat right there, the, the, the Hornets will win because Atlanta is finally healthy. They, they, they've got a, their starting five is back healthy and playing well, and it's led to them getting on a winning streak right now. So, you know, the Hornets will – I don't know exactly what uh, LaMelo's stat is going to be, but uh, he's probably not going to be 100%. So, hey, from your standpoint right there, the Hornets are going to chalk it up. Sam just said it. The Hornets, the Hornets will beat the Hawks because – they are a little bit less healthier than the uh, Atlanta Hawks. But the Hawks are, they went through what the Hornets have gone through, the whole injury things, the whole injury situation and issues, and now they're starting to get healthy. Now they're playing better. During this winning streak that they're on, they've beaten uh, three teams who have a 500 or better record, Dallas, Indiana, Miami. Murray and Young are finally working this thing out and, and getting things going in the right direction as far as them meshing together. All the trade talks with John Collins, I think they're starting to put all that behind them. This team is starting to click right now, and they're playing some some real good basketball. As Nate mentioned, we don't have any uh, clear status as of the recording of this podcast on LaMelo Ball for tonight's game. So for the moment, we'll keep him out of our Hornets player to watch. But, Nate, you're the guest. You get to choose which direction we start here. And do you want to do a Hornets player to watch, Hawks player to watch, or the statistic to watch for tonight's game? I'll go with a Hawks player to watch. And, and to me, it, it's it's going to be DeAndre Hunter. I mean, like, you know, if, if they can kind of keep him under wraps, we know Trey's going to do his thing and, and DeJounte is going to do his thing. Uh, Hunter, to me, is the key guy that they, they really need to kind of keep in check. If the Hawks bench gets going as well, that kind of nullifies what I'm saying. But if they can really keep the uh, Hunter under control, I think they have a good shot at winning. I can't argue with it. Uh, now, one thing uh, on the guy I'm going to mention here, Trey Young, is we, we don't have a clear status on him as well as of the recording of this podcast. He's had some ankle issues. Hasn't caused him to miss a game uh, in the last week or so, but it is on their injury report. But I am going to go with Trey Young, who's kind of in an odd space lately. He's still scoring well, and he's distributing the ball well. He's not shooting threes, not for better or for worse. He's just not doing it very much, which is odd. Um, you know, the the game against Dallas, he took one. Uh, and this is a guy who came into the league everyone thought was going to be, you know, a, a Steph Curry type, try and shoot it from anywhere and everywhere. At times, the team doesn't seem to do as well when he plays like that. Um, you know, some of the games you look at o- over the course of the season when he has attempted 
10 or more threes so far on this season. That's happened seven times, I think. Uh, They've only won two or three of those uh, versus the other side of the coin when he attempts, you know, two or less. It's only happened twice. They're undefeated. So I don't know if this is Trey Young turning over a new leaf uh, to a certain respect. If he's taking 10 or 12 a game, I think that's doing a favor to the opposition just because he hasn't really established himself uh, in terms of efficiency as being a real elite three-point shooter. But I also think if he's only taking one or two, that's also kind of a favor to the opposition. So regardless, Trey Young, my guy to watch, we'll see what kind of uh, shape he's in and what kind of headspace he's in in terms of where he wants to shoot the ball from. Either way, there could be some advantages for the Hornets based off his shot selection. All right, where do you want to go next? A Hornet to watch or a stat to watch? Let's go with a Hornet to watch because, you know, I'm really – I just want to give a shout-out to Jalen McDaniels. To what, and we talked a little bit about earning your minutes and things like that. A career high Monday against the Celtics. He's just exploded, and that's one of the guys who's taken an advantage of all this, all the injuries for this team. He's earned his minutes. He's going out there, and he's really super earned his minutes because he's going out there and producing, and producing in a big way. And I think he is the key. He'll be the key once again for this team against the Hawks. He needs to play well. He needs to have a great game. But just just to watch his maturation, his growth from where he was when he first got here to Charlotte to where he is now. Uh, He's really carved a a space for himself in the NBA, if not with the Hornets, with somebody down the road. He is going to be an NBA player for a long time to come, and I think he's going to have to be a a presence, you know, shooting the ball well, being athletic, you know, being scrappy, going after some some balls and creating some turnovers and things of that nature. He's going to have to really be a scrappy guy for the Hornets to win tonight against the Hawks. Can't argue with it. Jalen's had a, a fantastic run, career high the other day against Boston. And then maybe just as, if not more impressive against Houston, that he didn't shoot the ball well, but still found a way to have a major impact. So I, I like the pick. I'm going to go with Terry Rozier. Uh, this is kind of going against what I opened up this segment with saying that, you know, the Hornets, the more injured team is the better. And Terry's the one guy we kind of know from the big three that is healthy at the moment. Knock on wood everywhere you can find it because we don't need any more injuries right now in City. Terry uh, has not played his best basketball against the Hawks so far. Only had 10 points in the loss head-to-head against Atlanta, and he, of course, did not play in the first head-to-head meeting. Uh, but generally speaking, you know, he's been one of the stronger performers for the Hornets all throughout the campaign. He's coming off a 26-point performance in the win over Houston, and in the process of picking that up, moved ahead of Gerald Henderson on the Hornets' all-time franchise scoring list. He's now in ninth place and has a good chance if he stays healthy to at least pass David Wesley for eighth in the next you know month to six weeks or so. So excited for him to continue to climb that leaderboard. He's also had some really good games against Atlanta head-to-head. Uh, not this season obviously with the, the injury early and keeping him out, um, but I, I think this can be a good matchup for him and especially with the unknown status for a couple of other Hornet stars, Terry Rozier becomes that much more important. One of my favorite Hornets of all time, David Wesley. I just had to give a shout out to David Wesley. Always good. You know, David had a rough day the other day. He got passed by P.J. Washington and LaMelo Ball on the same day on the three-point leaderboard. Uh, but he's still on the on the top ten list for scoring for now. So enjoy. you got to enjoy it and celebrate wherever and whenever you can, right? One of those typical Hornets that earned his minutes. He earned his way into this league and had a great career in Charlotte by earning it. 
Let's go to the statistic to watch. Cannot be points. That's cheating. But anything other than points that you think is going to determine the outcome of tonight's game? I think it's three-point shooting for me. You talked about Trey not shooting a lot of threes. You don't want this to be the night where he just goes off and, and has one of those nuclear games where he's scoring in bunches from the three-point line. And I just think the Hornets need to shoot well from the three-point line tonight. Uh, to be able to beat uh, the Atlanta Hawks. So, uh, I'm, you know, it's potentially being short another uh, big-time star. They're just going to have to, to shoot the three well tonight. It always helps when they do. You know, they have been able to muster up more threes consistently in this last month, but that has also coincided, of course, with LaMelo Ball being back. But that said, you, you know, we've seen a bit more rhythm there from beyond the arc, and that would certainly be a good thing to continue here for the Hornets. I'm going to go with second-chance points, and, and this is a little bit of an odd one because the Hawks have had some injury issues over the course of the season. Uh, it's altered their center rotation. They just got Clint Capella back a, a little less than a week ago uh, into their rotation, and they aren't even starting the big man, so him coming off the bench kind of applies a different wrinkle to this one. But generally speaking, the Hawks have been near the bottom, bottom 20% or so of the NBA in defensive rebounding percentage. The Hornets are top 10 in the NBA in offensive rebounding percentage. So statistically, this makes sense for the Hornets to have some advantages in there. But then when you really look at the roster, there's going to be some questions. Whether it's Mark Williams or Nick Richards, I'd say we're likely to see Mark again based off the career high last game, but we just don't know what head coach Steve Clifford's going to do. Um, but if he's going head-to-head with Clint Capella, that's a very challenging matchup for for any big in the NBA. And then Onyeko Okongwu is a very uh, strong, young power forward slash center who's got a great motor who will probably go up against Mason Plumley a lot or switch those matchups. It's still a challenging one. So I think, uh, again, on paper, the stats seem to lean towards this being a real edge for the Hornets. But we know based off personnel... It's going to be a challenging one that could even swing the other way in favor of Atlanta. I think, regardless, second-chance points could have a huge impact on this game here tonight. However it pans out, we know Nate Wimberly will have you covered on WBTV. After it's all over, make sure you tune in. He is the executive sports producer and our great friend here on the Hornets Hivecast. Nate, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Thanks as well to our producer, Rob Longo. Most of all, thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. Tomorrow, we will have a breakdown of tonight's game against the Hawks on the next edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.